A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, and I'm an oculoplastic surgeon with a special interest in facial aesthetics and also the founder of MZ Skin. And this is the Guinea Pig Podcast. Why are we called the Guinea Pig? Because that's what I am. I'm writer and journalist Fiona Golfar, and I'm here ready and willing to try out just about any treatment and treatment going. We are the breath that you take before trying anything out there. So, if you're looking for an honest, no-holds-barred approach to invasive and non-invasive cosmetic surgery, then come join us from the clinic every Thursday on the Guinea Pig Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the clinic for another episode of the Guinea Pig as I am cleansing my hands for the <laughs> 8,000th time today. Do you know how many times nurses wash their hands? I know this because I wrote about some hand cream that's been done for nurses 56 times a day. No. But, you know, I think I, I probably do wash my hands on average at least 30 times. Yeah. But let's introduce you oh, first. Oh, let's introduce me. <laughs> Sorry. That's me and my mouth. <laughs> Enough about you. Tell us about you. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to be... Um, I'm going to introduce okay, you. Okay, you yes. introduce me. You are well known to me because you are my dear, dear friend. In fact, known in our household as Cherie. Lisa Armstrong, fashion director of The Telegraph newspaper and also beauty columnist for The Telegraph, or co-beauty columnist with... Well, oh, there's a bunch yeah. of there's a bunch of beauty columnists for the um, yeah. for the Telegraph. So you you span all worlds, and I'm really thrilled to have you here with us today. I'm Shelley. very very happy. And you are my <laughs> Famously, when my daughter was little, Molly. I was Molly. Lisa was the fashion uh, features director at Vogue, and we are all very old friends. We all had our children together, and 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 every other experience you could imagine around the fact. And I was getting dressed to go out one night, and so often did I speak to Lisa on the phone. I was getting dressed, and I said to my daughter Molly, "What do you think of what I'm wearing?" And she said, "I don't know. Why don't you ask Cherie?" <laughs> <laughs> Forever Cherie in my heart, and Molly's. I think. Um, but I'm so happy to have you on the guinea pig. And Cherie, actually, you and I, even though you you seem to have a more um, professional angle on this, I think that we both kind of crossed the floor, as it were, from a great love of fashion into a great love of It's all funny you say that, though, because I always thought of you as obviously very stylish, but you started as a, as a makeup artist. Are we allowed to talk about no, that? No, we do endlessly talk um, about <laughs> And so I always thought you knew about beauty, and I always loved makeup, and I love, I love cosmetics and beauty creams. And I remember once the wonderful late Anna Harvey saying to me at Vogue, 
Oh, you do your eye makeup so well, Lisa, and I thought that's an insult because no one at Vogue wears makeup. No one wore visible no makeup one did. except me. Well, it was the early 90s, so I mean, makeup it wasn't was very unheroin chic, wasn't it? It's very it was, unheroin. You know, that's... And, um, and I was very unheroin chic as well. Yeah, and so with the reason I love it is, as we've discussed many times, is that it's, it's really accessible. And clothes are very, very expensive, nice clothes. And that's wonderful, and I love them. But, you know, they're not, it's not something that everyone can, can access. Whereas... Having a look everyone is... Everyone can buy you can, lipstick. You can make, you can make can a look. can buy a lipstick. And also what I find, because on the Telegraph, our readers skew, you know, from probably 40 to a lot older. And I love the fact that I can speak to older women. You know, when, when you're 95, women still care about their skin. Of course. Such and a I lot. love it's that. Amazing. And I love it. And, and also, I think when you, when you write about the right beauty product, and who knows what that is? That's a sort of magic thing. You never quite know. But you can sell thousands of of that product and it's not that I mean I'm not getting a cut I had there is no financial benefit to me I want to make that absolutely clear but it just shows that you're tapping into something and and people are really engaged I actually think there's also a kind of cost per wear element yeah, so I remember absolutely. buying my my sofa at home which made my eyes bleed it cost you yes. know, so much money at the time but, but cost per wear my bum it. has been on that seat <laughs> you know years. so many times whereas a pair a really I find actually the more expensive the piece of clothing the I less buy, you wear the less it. I wear it because I might buy a dress for an event or yeah, a yes, wedding or yes. we, should, know, be renting, we should be renting but they don't really do it in my size I found trying to rent I have to say there is a real point to be made about that oh that's interesting I'm a big so all these kind of great rent the runway companies say to me oh you know we've got all this from Alexa or someone I say that that's very nice, but I'm a size 14, and are you? Yeah, I'm a size 14 and up sometimes. And rent, rent, well, that's obviously something that, that they will address as, as um, they will hopefully as, address it. I mean, as, they're learning as, as we go, yeah, yeah, it's very young. I was always very skeptical because I was always Miss, Miss Frugal. And, you know, if it came from Boots and it was under five quid, I was there. But I'd become a bit more discerning, but also still skeptical. I don't think just because something's expensive, it works quite the opposite sometimes. But I, I, I think if you find if you find good products, they really do make a difference, and and that's so I love it. I think it's sort of like hair color. You know, you find your hair color; it works. Sometimes it works for a really long time, or even a haircut, and then you have to change it up yeah, a little bit. Same with bored. same with skincare too. And the other thing about skincare, I mean, I remember when I was twelve, my mum. I mean, my family in boots. She gave me for my twelfth birthday. I think it was it was either number seven or seventeen. Number seventeen the skincare pack for teenagers and I have been essentially scrupulous about my skin ever since I mean you know it started you on a path of she really did my mum was very is very very lacking in vanity but the one thing she was passionate about was skincare but in those days there wasn't much choice I mean there was boots number seven and And 17 and and then there was what my grandmother was Helena Rubenstein you know which was old and also expensive but now you I mean you look and you go into space and K or there's so many or beautiful Harry, or anywhere, brands and there's to choose beautiful, from beautiful beautiful things I love it and but I've noticed with you that over the last few years really that you've started to embrace um you were a really early adopter of kind of the, the culture of clean and and the kind of products that you put on your face whilst also <laughs> dare I say going for your tweak well going for the odd tweak and I wondered because you were here before I got here today and I was just wondering I, I don't think you were having a deep cleanse I tell you well I'm, you, I'm saying so first of all I'm share. not a scientist so on the clean 
I, I just come with my... I think it's terribly confusing, and even people who have all the qualifications in the world scientifically everyone disagrees i do not have a gcse in science it's shaming but i was so bad at science they begged me at school to give it up (laughs) because i was going to bring the numbers down so i did latin instead and um but what i I do have is a brain a journalist's brain i can type so i can look on google and and also because i have a column i have i have to make the time to read the lists of ingredients and i force myself to do that read the list of ingredients and look them up. And what I find is often quite alarming. So you could argue, well, this is alarmist rubbish, but there's, a, there's some very good science brains who say, no, it's not. There's, there are things out there that are disrupting hormone systems. I do go for the, where possible, the clean approach, just because I think if you can, why not? But that doesn't mean that I'm not partial to the odd bit of Botox. And I know it's totally contradictory. No, but why, why are but you, why that's, that, that's actually not contradictory at all, because yeah. it's a natural occurring toxin oh, that's found in honey. And that's wow. why, for instance, you're not allowed to give babies honey before the age of two years. So it's, um, it's not, who uh, yeah. Who you know, I'm thinking of what's yeah, the exactly. honey we stuffed but, out but, our but, kids. But, but so, I mean, it, it has an unfortunate name. Right. I, I think the name is yes. what makes it uh, sound like it's bad for you mm. because it has the word toxin in it. But just because you like skin, um, clean skincare doesn't mean that you can't have anything else, yeah. you know, a botched line of toxin. So, but on the idea of clean, the problem is, is obviously, I mean, I have my small skincare line and I stay away from all the nasties as well. So I stay away from anything that's known to be like a hormone disruptor. Mm. Um, the problem sometimes lies in the fact that the older an ingredient is, the more research has gone into it and the more we know about it. So perhaps parabens get a bad name they do, because yeah. and I know they're naturally around. occurring in fruits, some they, of them. Exactly. Mm. But Who's to say that something else we've replaced it with isn't necessarily worse? Totally so agree with that's you. Always, that's always the question. And that's why when people ask me, you know, what's the newest thing? I never, I, I, I don't think new makes a difference. You have to use what's been tried, tested, and proven to be efficacious and good for you without like having the negative I agree. Effects. I mean, so, I love to see clinical trials. I, I love, do too. You know, you know, and I waver and sometimes I get confused because I'll go and see someone who's just launched a new skincare brand and, and they seem incredibly compelling in what they're saying. And it's full of chemicals because I think there's some beautiful products out there that are plant-based and also very effective. So, so I, you- I, I would agree with that. My only thing for anybody listening is that if anybody has a skincare product that doesn't expire in seven to 10 days, has some sort of preservative yeah. and therefore chemicals That's in a very it. Good so, point. so that you cannot find, there's no such thing as a totally organic or clean sort of product. Well, I don't even and like the term clean, do you? Yeah, I don't either. You know, you're trying to, you, I think that the, the idea behind good skincare is that you're trying to provide the best ingredients with the best results and with the the lowest risk profile possible. So, you know, anything that you do from the shampoo that you use in mm. your hair, because obviously you don't want to have fungus growing yeah, exactly. uh, in your in your pot of cream or in your shampoo no, or I'm in any of those types of things. You don't necessarily want anything that somebody says, oh, I started this business mixing in my kitchen. You think, okay, well, I yeah, can do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I want something that's got real science. science, science behind I agree. It. But, so you, but, but plants do have, sorry. Ex- plants exactly. do, uh, plants uh, we know, you know, have great uh, abilities to help the skin, help in medicine, 
medicine, you know, that whole, I, I just came back from Lanzerhof a little while ago. I mean, like there's ancient, ain't, even food, you know, you can eat yourself healthy, you know, really, yeah, exactly. there's, there's a lot of things that you can do to benefit yourself. So you can also do it in skincare. I think it's it's all about sort of informing yourself and then being balanced about it, you know? I mean, I, I, I eat organic food, but that doesn't mean I never have a Chinese takeaway. Yeah, or... of course. Uh-oh, Chinese, <laughs> you're speaking about fees. Uh. Oh, my eyes just missed it. <laughs> I want to know what's on the shelf. What's on your bathroom shelf? Too much. I, I mean, that is... That's there not, better be MZ skin. a problem with being Obviously. a journalist, though. <laughs> yeah. I find it as well. So I'm of always testing some something so it's very skin. hard to know what to... And, and I have to say, Mariam's light mask is unbelievable so happy you like it it is very good if i do say so myself it really is incredible i find the infrared really amazing but anyway i'm really loving this brand at the moment called allies of skin which has got a lot of science behind it and but is also you know very very plant-based and i i I just enjoy using it is it a british brand no, I don't think it is, actually. It's not American. I We're should... going online as we speak. Um, She's Googling. I love that Rosemary Swift. It's so nice. It's really good yeah, makeup. So nice. We talked about it last week because Celia Burton, the makeup artist, came in and we did a. We were using Glossier products, which I really like. Do you, yeah. you like Glossier? I'm not. I, I feel like the, Glossier I like is the kind pitch of quite young, and I don't really get the point of it. I love RMS because I'm not going to go on about it because you've already done it last week, but it, it's just. It, it just ticks so many boxes. It's really good. The colours are amazing. The texture is beautiful. And it's lacking in lots of nasty chemicals. I've got this really good app called... Well, there's two. And you can put barcodes or just products... And it'll into tell you what's in tell it. tell you what's in them. One's called Think Dirty and the other one's called Yucca. I mean, they don't cover everything. But you can basically, you can go into a store and you can wave this app over the, yeah. the bar on the back and yeah. tell you what's you in it. it. How brilliant. It doesn't do everything. You know, some of the really tiny brands aren't in there. But I find it quite helpful. I love Alexandra Sovereils. Again, it's sort of organic, plant-based. It's just finding out what works for you. The thing I find, Mariam, about skincare is that, you know, there are all these amazing claims. How do you know? Because actually... I would have to clone myself, right? And then use both, both Lisa's would have to use a product for five or six to years the to see that or one would use it and the other one wouldn't. And so, that's the, so the way, so it's very subjective. Of course, the, the ones that are not subjective. So when someone, I do clinical trials too. So there's two different kinds. You can get the actual science behind it where you either look at photographs and you have a, a it's blinded. So the doctor doesn't see the patient at all, sees photographs or um, certain scans and says, that the wrinkle reduction is then measured by such and such. So that's one mm. aspect of clinical trials. And then the second aspect is is very subjective where the, the patient or the person trying it uses that product and only that product. Yeah. So they do not use anything else yeah. on their skin during that and, time. And that time is generally how long? It depends. Long, I don't know. We're yeah. talking so three months, six uh, months? No. It's usually, 28 days. Yes. It's it? usually between... Okay. Um, you know, between 28 to 60 days for most mm. people. To see, um, to because, see a difference. Yes, well, most skincare, to be fair, you really should give it at least six to, to six to eight weeks before you start seeing a difference. And most, because you have to have at, like at least one or two skin cycles, generally 12 weeks. Like that's why it's good to use a skincare product for three months. Yeah. It's very hard to trial something. It is. And, and I used to be really skeptical about beauty editors because I didn't think any of them, I knew they weren't trying the products because they were getting them the same time I was, the samples. And, and then a week later, later, later yeah. and I, 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But I can see how difficult it is to, you can't. Yeah. It's very hard it's very to do hard that. to try it's products for three months in isolation and, and it is also hard in isolation because then you might also have a cleanse or you might have exactly. something else that you're doing and so it's very hard to subjectively say that but and the other thing I've somebody said to me somebody in the beauty industry who, who retails said to me oh you know beauty editors they don't they just don't understand the science they don't read the science blah 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 that's not true I find a lot of well the other thing do. is that the science is so contradictory and what I have realised as someone who didn't get a science O level <laughs> and who was always in awe of any you wave a white paper at me or come or in a white, white coat, coat and I'm I used to be completely overawed by this but I've realised that science actually is about interpretation I mean, you can have all the qualifications in the world and still disagree with the other person with all Absolutely. the qualifications in the world. And it's how you read the data. So I sort of think this it comes back to the whole trying to steer away from toxins. It's just, you know, in the end, you have to decide what makes sense to you and then try and follow that. I agree. And then also, I think you have to listen to your skin too. So yeah. I do think, you know, you're your own best judge as well. If you think some products don't work for you, then... Don't let anybody try and say that it will. Uh, you know, there are some ingredients I think work for everybody, but everybody has a little bit of sensitivity or exactly, one ingredient yeah. might be better for them than the other. And I, and I think ultimately, if you have a few core ingredients that you have, everything else is icing on the cake. And so that's, that's sort of how you should... Um, you know, approach it. And that's why I, I do think less is, is more. It's incredibly confusing out there. I do I feel that, that the beauty industry lobs endless endless bogus this is the other thing i mean forget for a moment the the toxins but there's a lot of very aggressive skincare out there that is is actually not doing women's skin any favors and i i can see that with my own eye i mean you do not need when you see thin shiny when you see thin papery skin on women who are only in their 40s and they go to dermatologists and they do all the things they think are the right things to be doing and they're doing all the retinol stuff because they've always been told retinol is the sort of holy grail yeah the holy grail and it's that makes me so cross with the industry not if you've got rosacea it's not let me tell you 
It's not the holy grail. No, no it's it, not. Mice can react. Retinol, Retinol can be used in, to treat. Well, you're but, the doctor. but only, so it depends on what the presentation is. So rosacea, acne, you know, so it's the two of them together. But of course, it can exacerbate the redness yeah. or the erythema that's, that's happening. But it can be used to treat the acne that could be associated with acne rosacea. So, you know, it depends, but it also has to be regulated. And retinol is not, or, you know, vitamin A derivative, because retinol is just one. Mm type of mm. vitamin A derivative has to be done in a factor in a manner that you get acclimated to otherwise you can be very aggressive you so can be dry feel yes but I think some of these things people think oh just because it's over the counter it can't be that strong it can yeah, actually be very strong so well the new the, you know the thing that everyone's been going crazy about for the last year vitamin C yes I mean it's a it's a it's a it's an acid right so you've got to use it in small doses on some people it's <laughs> very it can be very inflammatory initially and you have to build it up just and as yes, you would and yes on me it's not at all and I can I, me that's too. something I use every morning a tiny spot of vitamin C and my skin doesn't react and to what it, does it do to your awesome. skin I think it gives it a sort of I'd say just a slight polish right tiny polish though, not so I polish. love vitamin C I can't um, live without vitamin C and do you personally. wear it every day I have every it day. every day and sometimes even twice a day so if I'm not using a retinol and I do use quite a lot of retinol but um, I love vitamin C because it's great for I, I because I suffer from pigmentation so it's a great antioxidant and it helps to prevent new pigmentation from forming and it helps lighten and brighten the skin so while also producing collagen and all of that so I think also I have I, I don't want to say tougher skin but I've been doing you know, more, I don't want to say aggressive because that, I think that sounds negative and mm-hmm. it's not negative, but I've been using active skincare. Active, yeah. Yes. I've been using active skincare for quite some time. And so I think that I'm not as prone necessarily to having that, despite the fact that, you know, I wash my hands 36 times a day and, you know, yeah. I, I have dry skin. I can have dry skin elsewhere. I don't have that problem um, in terms of the active It's interesting on my actually, because there's loads of products that I enjoy using. There are very few that make a real visible difference I feel well, I mean, can you that's because you don't have some of those conditions no I mean so if I, you, I you're have. blessed with a clear skin so if you had pigmentation if you yeah. had redness I'm, I'm actually the worst I have to not the great acne, skin for being a beauty editor because it it's, because you have good skin it's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. yes but if you had anything that had any sort of blemish so if yeah. you had you know pigment if you have redness if you have you know spots if you had scarring any of those things you would the more active the ingredient, the more you would be able to see sort of the difference in, in having the skincare. For you, it's just a matter of, you know, hydration yeah. and, and you know, fine lines and, and wrinkles. And what's know? the, what? I mean, apart from your own products, what do you rate for hydration? What so, about HA? Because we were talking I, about I, that before. I, I, look, I love hyaluronic acid. I think it's a great ingredient. I have it in a lot of my products. I don't think it's necessarily something that you need to have on its own because it doesn't really absorb into the skin. So you have high and low molecular weight hyaluronic yeah. acid. Hyaluronic acid, incidentally, is something that we produce in our bodies. It's also the thing that you inject in your face when you have a hyaluronic acid-based filler. And so it plumps. It holds a 1,000 times its fun. weight. It's a type of hyaluronic acid yeah. as well. So it basically holds a 1,000 times its weight in water and it locks in that hydration Um, but when you put it topically it doesn't necessarily mean it's being absorbed by your skin so it needs to be formulated and size wise it has to be a a molecule that can penetrate through the skin to hydrate but you know a lot of these things ceramides peptides uh, humectants I mean there's a lot of ingredients that can be used to lock in moisture because remember our our skin is the biggest organ in the body and 
everything can evaporate in like three seconds depending on the climate. And I know Fia really wants to talk, so I'm going to let her say something. Only to do with that, but because I think you're an editor, and so you 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 come, you have a certain sort of responsibility to your readers to reflect what's going on. You know, you come back from Mm. the shows, you go to the shows. God knows, you have to schlep around the world, sort of watching endless trends being born, and then you have to report back on those trends. And people need to try and find something to hook onto that they're going to be able to follow. And you asked me to write a piece for you that really made an impression on me about a year ago, I think it was, which was about the kind of skin hydration at the shows on older women a lot of the models were older and we and and they had their their real faces i'm going to say or even if they weren't their real faces they had faces that were not frozen they were in their sort of 40s 50s 60s some of these models but what they all had in common was that they were all very kind of glowing and hydrated and moisturized and i wondered whether so that was about a year ago and it really made an impression on me even about thinking about things like you know I'm not mad keen on Botox for me because I, I I'm just not for some reason. I mean, I do a little bit, but you, but you don't really. But because I you really also don't have the pro- you don't so have, have that very problem. Skin, but I do have friends who are very lined, and 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 a lot of those faces I find the most interesting faces yeah. I look at. Um, some of my lined friends, but. I was telling a friend of mine the other day, you can be lined and really, really have good skin at the same time. Yes. You can have very mm-hmm. glowy skin. You can have very moisturized skin. And I wondered, you know, it's um, March. You've just come out of the shows. What have you? What are you seeing that is kind of as, as inspiring to you as, as that was a year ago? And I wondered whether you'd seen any new um, looks or anything that you'd really loved coming out of the shows, beauty-wise, that real women, you know, could can latch on to. I say real women, the women listening to the show, I'm hoping, are all real. I think, I think, <laughs> I think more emphasis on, on really good skin. Because what's amazing at the shows, and this isn't meant to shame the models at all, but that sometimes the lighting is so harsh and, mm. the, and the makeup is being done for sort of... Drama. To show how creative the makeup artist is, not to make the girls look good, um, and and so they, and they come out and, and you can really see the wear and tear on their skin, and they're only twenty, mm. so, but but there seemed to be more emphasis on really lovely skin. You know, Simone Rocha, the models always look yes. beautiful, yes. glowy. They look radiant, and she really seems to like women of all ages. I, that's what I really. I mean, because I'm older, you know, I appreciate when I see an old lady on the catwalk. Do now. you think that the women um, designers are actually more sympathetic to the kind of beauty of not women? always, not always, absolutely not always. No. Oh, this is this is great. I, I was body mapped the other day. I went to this um, personal stylist called uh, Anna Berkeley, and she she draws around you on a piece of brown paper. You stand against the wall, and oh she draws God, around you. Out sweat, just... Nowhere to hide, right? You're wearing your gym kit. What do you do with that? Well, she, she makes about a squillion little notes all over it and says, well, you've you got, should wear you've got an oval suit. face, hooray, <laughs> but you've got a short neck, boo-hoo. <gasps> I thought I was Audrey Hepp, but no. Um, but you've got long legs, she said. All these things that you never, ever knew. Where is this place? I want to go to. I, I'll give you all the details in the telegraph.co.uk. Um, <laughs> but, she's, but what's so interesting is that it doesn't matter in the end. You realise it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you've got a short neck or short legs or whatever, because it's all about creating balance. And you can do that with your clothes if you're a very clever dresser. And so when she said to me, that I had long legs. I thought, way, way to go. What's not good about that? And she said, well, actually, you don't want to have legs that look too long. You want to be in balance. Oh, I don't know. 
I think I'd be very happy with long legs. Yes, I, I, <laughs> Do you wear short skirts? I've never seen you in a oh short God, skirt. Oh, God, I never wear a short skirt. Because even though it turns out I have long legs, I have terrible legs. I have terrible, oh. I have a lot of length. Shh. Then it's all terrible. Sherry, do you think you wear less makeup now than no, you did when, I only we were wear, no, no, of, when you were talking about the Anna Harvey days? Do you I'm think wearing, no, it's, Marian rubbed it all off. Okay. I, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. What did you do today? Can I just say? Yes. My husband thinks I don't have any work. Uh, Paul, don't listen to this. You don't listen to this, but no one must tell. If you see my husband, don't tell him. <laughs> well, there wasn't much work done. I mean, we just did a little sprinkle, and that's it, of a little bit of hyaluronic acid, basically. Yeah. Because we did, we chatted about a year ago, I think, yes. and you were saying, I think I'm, I'm thinking about not doing any more tweaking. Yes. Well, I get paranoid because, as I say, I, I go to the shows and I see, um, I see a lot of work. And a lot of it's really obvious. Yes. And that's I, just sitting in the front but row. That's, but that's, that's just, just sitting yeah. in the front row. And but that's I don't, a lot of stuff placed consistently and, and I don't over a like long it. period and of I, time. I, you panic. I panic. Do I look and like I that? Think, do you know what? I'd rather look saggy and haggy. And then when I do get saggy and haggy, I think... You panic again. Where's that? Where's that? Where's Marianne? that? Marianne? Where's, <laughs> Marianne? where's the number? Speed down. Um, I like very devious work that you can't tell. We like invisible. We want to look well. like invisible yes. work. Invisible is good. I have, yeah. And do you know what? I think to take the moral high ground about women or people who have work is, what the hell? Why are you taking the moral There's, high ground? There should be people no judgment. People can do what the hell they want with their faces. What's your all-time favorite trend? Fashion. In fashion, face... <laughs> skincare like what is it like one of everything I think I love the 70s because I love all that fluidity I love you know Julie Christie in Don't Look Now that wardrobe mm. is killer and would suit most people because I, I love Jackie Kennedy right yes early 60s all the primpers yes but as my body mapping showed the other day, I never knew why it looked terrible on me, but it's because I've got the wrong body. Thank <laughs> God I wasn't around in the early 60s. Um, Favourite beauty trend? The onset of, of nude. Bobby Brown, when she mm, first... Yeah. What a revelation. And it's still, it's still relevant now. I love sheer... Post-80s it arrived, didn't it? I think. I hated the 80s. I really thought the fashions, the beauty, the hair was disgusting. Even at the time, I I could never find any... Oh my God, I had a perm in the 80s. Oh, I had a perm. Everything went wrong in the 80s. It was all bad. Is there one product skin-wise that you, you know, you always go back to? You can try everything. Okay, your mask, your light mask. That's very kind. And also, yeah, I do. I love the Alex Sovereal... Angel Balm, she calls it. It's it, She was one of the first to come out with those cleansing balms. And, you know, at the time you think, oh, how can all this greasy, fatty thing... I mean, that's a terrible way of describing it because it's all organic, beautiful, high-quality plants. But it's. I love that very soft. I don't like anything harsh. A I tingle, like that massage. A tingle stresses me out. Okay. Does it? Yes. Although I've got this um, olive skin... Uh, and it's pretty tough. It hates the sun. I break, you know, I get this eczema thing, head to toe. So I've had to be so careful. And so anything that makes my skin come out in in anything that I think might develop into a rash is mm. um, scares the bejesus yes, of course. Out of me. And the other thing I really like is, is um, you introduced me to her, Sarah, at Onda Beauty, because they are super, super scrupulous about the brands they stock in terms of clean. Because I said to her, why don't, why don't you have X and why don't you have Y? And she said, because we don't think they're clean enough. They're clean enough. It's called underbeauty.co.uk if you're going to their sites. But they've, they've got a very good um, and very yeah. well-edited selection of yeah. clean beauty. Cherie, 
Thank you very, very much for having me. Thank I you very, very thank much. Thank you. And we'll speak to you all next week. Thank you. Bye. 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 The guinea pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialing a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of The Guinea Pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 